Who's ready for the Dirt Life Show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to episode 106 of the Dirt Life Show. We are ready to have an awesome show for you guys tonight. I'm Georgie Hamill, and uh, we are live at Four Wheel Parts Riverside uh, in Southern California. It's Dude, this store is so awesome. And I'm sitting next to one of my best buddies, Caden Danbury. What's up, dude? What's up? How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. It's super rainy outside today. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It, you weren't cold coming I, I, up here? Oh, I was cold coming up here. I, I, was had the, gonna... I had the heater on full blast. My mom was like, no, it's too hot in here. I'm like, it's <laughs> cold outside, Mom. Uh, well, thank you guys very much for joining us. The X-Travel guys are already saying what's up. Uh, yeah, we're excited to talk to you guys about uh, an awesome show tonight. I think the main... Uh, level of the show is going to be pretty sweet we're going to talk about how to operate a race program and more importantly Caden's race program because we he does it uh as a youth professional youth racing program and uh does it with his family and i think a lot of you guys can relate to that uh myself included when i was doing my racing program uh but like i said you guys can uh, go over to facebook and also check out the uh total live production if you guys want instagram uh, you can't have that same technology on Instagram, so uh, feel free to go over to Facebook and check it out. Thank you very much to the guys over at Four Wheel Parts Riverside and the whole marketing team, Corey, Joey, everybody over there for letting us have the show here at Four Wheel Parts. It's pretty cool, right? That's yeah, really cool. It's huge. I walked in here. I'm like, it's paradise. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so we tonight we're going to have a lot of cool subjects that we're going to talk about. Uh, there's been so much synergy in the off-road world uh, as of late. I think it's because... Um, I don't know, everybody kind of had to take a break because of all the stuff that's been going on in the world the last, like, I don't know, year and a half or so. Yeah, it's been crazy. But it seems like everything just picked up tenfold over the past few months, right? Yeah, I think it's changing a lot, and um, now they're packing in races, Yeah, so pa- everyone's super busy, it's like, whew. Packing in races, packing in race prep, packing in school, like everything's like just like full tilt right now. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and uh, how things are going. In the racing world, um, it seems like, like Caden said, everybody's been super busy lately uh, in the end of 2021. It's good, though, because it's good for potential new sponsors. It's good for um, ending the year out with your current sponsors. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that and how Caden deals with some of that stuff. And uh, like I said, how to run a youth race program. It's pretty cool the way Caden operates his with his family, and they put in so much effort into it. So I really think that you guys can relate a lot to it because a lot of you guys do the same thing as well. Um, UTV Worlds just wrapped up. That was a pretty fun race for you, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty fun. It was uh, it was kind of unexpected. Like we got out there and uh, we saw the track. We did the sight lap and stuff, and uh, same track and everything. But like, I felt for some reason I felt like as soon as we went off the line, I didn't know the track. It was the weirdest feeling ever. Well, and wasn't I, it a different track for you this year than it was last year, though? Because you raced in the 1000 class instead of the other class, or what was it? Uh, 1000 and RS1, they're the same thing, same track, oh, okay. 570s and stuff. Got it. So um, this year was a little bit better because we didn't have 570s running in our class. Right on. It wasn't as much dust and stuff, so that was nice. Uh, Jackson M says, what's up, Caden? What's up, Jackson? Uh, and then we're going to talk, uh, well, a couple things I just wanted to throw in there too. So four wheel parts just opened up a new store in Gilbert, Arizona. Do you see that? Jesse Nelson went over there and hung out. Yeah. It looks really cool. It's really, it looks really big. Like, and yeah. Whoa. Gilbert's growing really big in Arizona too. So it's cool that four wheel parts is growing that, uh, that quickly. And, uh, dude, so we just had our 100th episode of the dirt life show. Four wheel parts is going to have their hundredth store opening up soon. Really? Can you believe that? That's crazy. I think it's in San Francisco is what my notes say here. So, um, And then, uh, so congratulations to those guys. And really, like I said, thank you very much to those guys for letting us uh, have a show and disrupt their whole workflow, right? 
but your mom and you got got the, some tacos for the we employees. Got some that good was tacos. Cool. Yeah, look at our store. We have all the tacos. <laughs> yeah, you have all the tacos. El Pastor, carne asada, whatever you need. It was so good. Uh, and I wanted to also uh, mention a couple things for the Dirt Life Show before I get into the sponsors. I wanted to. I'm wearing a My Motul shirt today. Uh, you're you're sponsored by Motul, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I I just got recently got sponsored by them and been running their stuff for a while and. It's been working really good. I love their product. Everything like everything works more like way better. Yeah, so I noticed a lot about the multiple products because I just did my first uh, oil change with multiple products uh, the other day on the unicorn and the quality of the oil, the color of it, like there's a bunch of cool stuff and they even have a spout that you can like pour it in with, like that's super good. Um, so I'm really amped up to try to see what the, how the products do like at the dunes this week when I go. Um, but I really wanted to thank them because they've been putting a lot of effort into their uh, marketing and their media. And uh, I'm really glad that they were able to become a part of the show too. So it's cool that we have a, a same sponsor as well. Yeah, I, I I love their products. We do oil changes and stuff. I like I like how it's red. It changes it up. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people have the same color, same everything. But it but makes it it makes it cool because you can know like when the when you see the red color and then you have uh, like after you need an oil change, if it still has that red tint to it, you know that you did good because you changed the oil before it needed to be changed instead yeah. of like a really nasty oil, you know? Yeah, and usually they're just like a clear. Almost yeah. like a clear brown. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, whenever it comes out, it's just black. So I like what they're doing. They have so many little details in the product that I really love. So um, please go out and support the guys over at Motul if you guys need to get do a, a service on your vehicle before you head out to the dunes or even to the races or whatever. Um, I know that if you live in Southern California, all the Cycle Gears have tons and tons of products. So go to the Cycle Gear uh, retailers, and then if you want to go down to your retailer as well or your dealership, tell them that you want some Motul products. And uh, the cleaner is so amazing i use that thing so much my car like after i started using that stuff you could like see like do you the car use the like, shine so and go shine and go oh yeah. my god that's I'm, I'm like obsessed. it's like gold because it makes your car look brand new and it smells like fruity pebbles yeah so i'm like spraying that thing on like in my helmet so i'm pretty hyped up about it because i get to go do that and spray down the whole car after uh, uh tomorrow before we go out to the oh, dunes. it's so nice. I uh, love it. And I wanted to welcome uh, Evolution Power Sports, and you got you know the guys at Evo. Yeah. Yeah. So they uh, want to partner up with the show as well. So we're really stoked to have those guys on the show. Um, it's going to be a cool little thing because we're going to be able to get into some other stuff as well. Like they do all kinds of sand drags. Um, they do tons of stuff that's competitive horsepower stuff that usually some of us racers are not into. I mean, like uh, Todd over at Evo and uh, his brother have pretty much every car in the desert racing field like they have everybody but a lot of the stuff that they shine in is like super super high horsepower cars that drag race at the dunes uphills the sand drags like stuff like that so it'll be cool to get like me into something that i've never even dealt with before yeah it's pretty cool i see i see their stuff and they're tons of horsepower stuff man so uh i'm excited to, uh, to welcome evo uh, to the show. So, uh, yeah, please go and support the guys that support us. Uh, some of our other sponsors that are part of the show that we really want you guys to support. Uh, Caden and I were actually talking about shock therapy a little bit before the show. Justin and his whole team over there, they do a fantastic job. Um, they have already booked for all their dune appointments out at the sand dunes, but, uh, man, definitely give them a call. Tell them the dirt life show sent you and, uh, go over there and, uh, please support them because they can get your car dialed in all your shocks set up and uh, ride improvement system. They got steering racks, all kinds of cool products. Uh, thank you to the guys over at KMC wheels and EFX tires. You can see behind me that we got uh, some KMC wheels. Uh, you get some of those for your uh, UTV 
if you can't uh, afford to buy them, you can always go check out Lindsay Geyser, and uh, she has a dune paddle rental uh, company now, so she can uh, get you all set up if you're going to the dunes and you just need some sand tires. Uh, what's up, uh, Jason? Just Dusty Summit just hit us up too. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, you know who Jay Drizzle is, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know him. <laughs> well, he was actually a champion at the UTV World Championship. Yeah, he was so, ripping. Yeah, he, so, he's always fast. Yeah, JD's a good dude, too. So Really good. Um, yeah, and like I said, thank you to Evolution Power Sports for joining the show. Thank you to guys over at Motul. Thank you to guys over at Zollinger Racing Products for being part of the show since day one. Travis and his team are making fantastic products over there. Definitely go give them a follow and check them out. Uh, you can use the code THEDIRTLIFE at ZollingerRacingProducts.com and save a whole bunch of money over there, too. So... Um, thank you to the guys over at CryoHeat. Josh is making, uh, f- doing fantastic things like his pro mod transmissions and all kinds of stuff to um, make your vehicle, you know, have less rolling resistance, lighter weight. Those things that help so much. Braden Baker had such a fantastic UTV World Championship. He was running their pro mod transmission and all the CryoHeat stuff. That car that he has, the RS1, is putting out some serious horsepower, and he's doing a fantastic job driving it. So. Um, go check out the guys over at Cryo Heater. Give Josh a call and tell them the Dirt Life sent you. And, uh, of course, thank you to the guys over at SolderWeld. You can use the code DIRTLIFE at SolderWeld.com and save yourself a whole bunch of money on an off-road repair kit or a welding blanket or any of their uh, cool products as well. So, um, Oh, and before I, uh, uh, we start getting into some of the questions for Caden, you can always check us out anytime uh, on Facebook, YouTube, or Instagram. Please slide into our DMs anytime, man. You guys have been asking tons and tons of questions. It's been pretty awesome. Uh, Rusty just said USA. <laughs> uh, are you going to go to Taco uh, Tacos and Trucks tomorrow? Uh, no, I'm I'm trying to get the car ready. There's oh, someone. Yeah, we're racing. So we're racing every weekend, so we're like pushing to get the car ready and everything. Yeah, it's pretty crazy how much actual stuff you got you guys have going on, and we'll talk about that. But. Um, Go to the dirtlifeshow.com. Uh, you can check out all of the archive shows there. Um, you can even check out Caden's, man. Caden did one of the first shows of the Dirt Life. Uh, talked about all his background, how he got into off-road racing and everything. So go check that one out. And uh, you can also go to the sponsor deals page on the dirtlifeshow.com, and you can learn how to get sponsored. It's October, uh, almost November now, and you really, really need to put in a lot of effort for your next season. It's going to be awesome to see how much people learn from the things that we've talked uh, about on the show and who knows man alex Stryler, he's been doing a great job and we have a link uh, on the dirt life show sponsor deals page to his program uh, i know you guys have looked at some of that stuff it's pretty rad the way that you can uh redo your whole program by the things that he teaches yeah he is very very smart i recommend going to him thank yeah. you so much uh jd said what's up guys uh keep killing it caden what's up, jd <laughs> thank you uh yeah, and congratulations to him for winning the UTV World Championship yeah, Pro NA class. You were ripping, and we saw some videos, and you were on the rails. Did you? Yeah, I saw some helicopter footage. It was pretty cool. Dude, the shock therapy guys got, like, a whole new kit for their helicopter to, like, do, like, red camera video. And I was talking to Josh Metzger today about it. He's their videographer. Dude, they've been killing it, like, getting so much cool shots. Yeah, I see their videos sometimes. It's pretty cool. They it's pretty rad. Yeah. Yeah, Jason said, uh, let me know if you need a uh, pitch deck design. There you go, right there. So if uh, if anybody does need it, hit up Dusty Summit, and uh, Jason can help you out over there. All right, so um, we are, like I said, we already did a, uh interview with Caden before and kind of got his backstory. Um, so today I kind of wanted to do it a little bit different, if that's okay with you, Caden. I wanted to ask a little bit more uh, detailed questions and kind of get your take on operating a race program. Uh, the good things that go into it, the bad things that go into it, how to get sponsors, how much effort you have to put, like all of that stuff, if that's cool with you. Yeah. 
So um, first question to get started off, I'm, I'm sure I hope you guys uh, all chime in and ask us questions as well. Um, Caden's kind of an open book. His mom's here in the background and she can also maybe uh, help Caden answer the questions if he doesn't know the answers. But um, operating a race car program is no easy feat. So no. if you yeah, at all, right? No, it's a, it seems a lot easier than it is. People think it's more of a arrive and drive type deal it's not that's that's a, that's a different sport if you're thinking it's that yeah exactly so um i want to get into it a little bit and and show people what it actually takes to do it and some of these people that that are watching the show may already operate their own race program may only learn a little bit tonight but i know that they're going to learn something right because everybody does it a little different and everybody yeah. has a different way of making sure that they achieve the goal. But we all have the same goal. In a racing environment, you want to win and you want to do good and you want to have fun with your team and your friends. Yeah. So everybody has the same goal. So, um, all right. The first one, the first question that I wanted to ask was, uh, what's been one of your biggest victories that you've had so far in your young? Well, you're 13 now, right? Yeah, 13. And you've been racing since when? Um, it's been a long time. It's almost half of my life. I would say, so I think like, this is year seven, I think. Yeah, so let's just say between six and eight years. So if you've been racing seven years, what has been the biggest victory that you've had so far in your, I'm going to call it a short career just because you're so young, but it's been a, a crazy ride so far. Yeah, it's it's been I mean, a you've had journey. so many things. I mean, you've won races, you've, uh, you know, DNF races, you've had good sponsors you've had sponsors that you had to part with there's so many different things that have happened but in my mind whenever i think of the biggest victories in my racing career i always think of them outside of being on the podium i think of the friends that i've made all this different stuff so what is your biggest victory my biggest victory is probably like uh we like at the races we have a big camp that's with our race family that we see them every weekend we see so much like um that that the family we work together we do we just work together on everything and grow together and it's paying off right now and a lot of my some of my biggest victories were some of my main sponsors like Foral Parts, Polaris. Yeah, and Craig SMG. just messaged me and said uh, please tell Caden not to make a mess of his store. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do Craig. We'll do. <laughs> Good thing you didn't spill any of your bean burrito that you had earlier. No, 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 no. <laughs> so thanks, Craig, for joining in and letting letting us know who's boss around here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Craig. <laughs> uh, but so the biggest victory is not actually being on the podium then. Yeah, it's it's not being on the podium as much. I mean, everyone wants to win. Everyone wants course, to do that. Of course, that's why we all race, right? Yeah, it, but my, my biggest victory is the internals of it. If I can get that, like, to the part where it, it's – getting easier that's going to be my biggest victory do you consider like uh let's just say you and your dad are working till midnight or something on the car and you finally find something that in the car and you get it all put together before you get to load up like do you consider those little victories as well i mean we can't consider that a victory but we don't really we're like we get we're obviously we're stoked that there it's done it's ready to go and stuff but i think the biggest victory is whenever you know you did it right. Yeah, that's what and I more mean. More than getting it done fast, you can I can get it done in two days, but it won't be done right. Right. If I get if I take my time, I I have I mark my bolts to make sure they're not loose. I could like make it a little easier on everything and check everything, like really inspect everything and make sure it's okay. Then that's a victory. 
Yeah. If I know the car's ready, that's a victory. Like, after my practices, after the practices, like, it's not like a wash the car and arrive to the starting line. It's we bring the car in, we change brake pads, we'll adjust tire pressure if it needs to be adjusted. Like, there's so much more that into it. Right. And if we get that done and we know we got it done right, not in a rushing state, then it's a victory to me. Do you guys have, um, like, a checklist that you go through, or do you guys just know what you got to do? Oh, yeah, we have a checklist. We usually put it on the front of the car as soon as it's washed. Yep. Um, we get it in, we put it on jack stands, and then we just get to work. Yeah, so one of the things that I wanted to talk about, and you can tell me, um, looks like Corey's joining us too. What's up, Corey? Um, look, when we had our racing program at a professional level, we had um, each individual member of the team, even if it was a family member, had an appointed position. So we had a crew chief, we had a tech mechanic, we had uh, a hospitality manager that managed the people coming around. Like everybody had their own role and it was described to them and they chose that role before we went to the races. And during that time, we would have checklists that we would go through. So every time the car came on and off the track, the car had to be um, checked by two people. Whoever it was had to check it. They had to check mark the box and, and go through the checklist. And let's just say the checklist had 40 items on it. That person had to go through all 40 items. Then the second person had to go through there and put go through all the 40 of those items, and they had to initial it as well. So that there was double uh, layers of all that stuff happening because we saw that if one person did it, it didn't actually always happen properly. Somebody might have missed something because somebody might have walked up and talked to them or something like that, and they missed a bolt or like like you were you were saying before the show like lug nuts being loose or something you know yeah like so we had a really organized process and I think that helps in anybody's organization like yours you have checklists a lot of guys that we see out at the track don't do that yeah the, there is a lot but there is <laughs> there is some guys that are there they do a lot more than I do right before right. And um, they're really good at it, and that's my goal right now. My goal is to elevate it a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm always trying to elevate my program. Like, like recently, we're like, let's check this now. Like, let's go check this. And now the list is getting to two pages now. Right. And we're like, Whew, this but is a lot, but that's like, good it's though, like right? what like, we're supposed to do. Yeah. And so, don't you enjoy that learning process? Yeah, I love the learning process. It like, first for me at least. Working on the car is like a, a like a relief to me for some reason. Like if I'm like kind of like stressed out because I have to get the car ready in a week for the next race. Yep. Like once I get on the car and start doing it, I'm like, I don't. I feel so much better just working on the car. And if I take my time and I know it's right, I'm like, I'm stoked. Like I change my brake pads and I'll change them right. And I'll make like do my little things to them to keep them on and stuff. And then I feel stoked after they're done because I know they're done right. I know everything's the torque spec. I know everything was checked. I know all the seals were good and everything. And it gives you confidence to be able to go out and know that that like when you hit the track, it's all dialed in. Yeah, it gives me a lot of confidence. Um, I'm kind of one of those guys that like likes to be hands on on the car and know I'm confident with the car. Yep. Um, I like to know that it's well. I'm not saying like anyone does it wrong, but like. I know I did it right, and I've, like, learned over the years what's right and what's wrong. <laughs> so, like, Spoken like a true adult professional over here at 13 <laughs> years old. Over the years, we've done uh, so much. I've learned. <laughs> that's pretty awesome, though, dude. And you're totally speaking about it right properly because you really do. And that's what I meant by those little victories was because now you know what it takes to achieve a big victory. Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying my best to do there, but 
I notice every once in a while I'll be I'll go on Instagram and see that I'll just look at all these pros like Katie Mack, Andy McMillan, like all those huge guys, and just see what they're doing and like be like, oh, they're doing this. Yep. I need, I need to start doing that and like just like it, I really like to like focus on what everyone or not focus but like check out what everyone else is doing. So you can apply. So it I to can you. apply it to me yeah. and just grow my program and like. I, we've been helping out uh, Gonzalez uh, GBR, um, Gonzalez Race Bros, this year because they've been doing the desert prone. And um, I've just been, like, taking notes, like, um, on what they do to be ready and, like, what, what just, like, just, like, add on my list and see what they're doing and what they're not doing and just put it together and just hopefully have – a lot better program. Than so one of the things that I think I'm hearing a lot from what you're saying is that you're constantly learning. Yeah, constantly. I'm always trying to, at least. Yeah, and that's something that I think is really cool about off-road racing in general is that you have the ability to keep learning because you have set goals, right? I think there's a lot of people in the world, no matter who it is, that they get stuck in their job or they get you know satisfied with their life and how they're doing it, and they don't have those goals like what you're experiencing now um, to grow and to develop as a person. And I think racing teaches you all that, and you're in the middle of it right now. Yeah, it's teaching me a lot. It's teaching me just – it's setting me up for life, I feel like. Like, it's setting me up to be ready for this, like, this and that and that. Um, It's just – I feel like it's setting me to – uh, I feel like when whenever I become, like, where all these pros are, like, in my later ages, like, I feel like I'm going to do better, and I realize, I'm realizing that. And if I just try growing quicker and getting it done faster, like I'm going to be a lot better than I would just waiting for that time. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, and you're learning so much, man. It's it's really cool to see. So uh, aside from you just learning all of that stuff, do you see as a family uh, environment, because running a race program is no easy feat, but as a family uh, unit as a whole, do you see like your sister learning it? You have a little sister and then your mom and your dad, are they also learning and growing at the same time? Yeah, we're all we're every every minute we're learning. Um, we'll call people sometimes and see how they do it, and we'll kind of like compare with each other, and then we'll do it, and it seems to work better than what we were doing before. So like, I feel like as a family we're growing, and we're all learning what these different issues could be. Like, um, sometimes if the car sounds like it doesn't have fuel, then we already diagnosed like where the problem is. It's somewhere with the fueling. Right. And um, so you can hone in on it. Yeah. So you can. Yeah. We're. I feel like. We used to be like so far apart from the situation, but now we've learned over the years and we're getting, and like, if we have an issue, we narrow down to the problem. So have you ever thought about it from a team perspective, like uh, a football team that goes to the Super Bowl, they have that same vibe. They can learn and, and operate well together, but the ones that don't make it to the Super Bowl are the ones that like, when you started out, they just kind of don't all mesh together. So that's a huge portion of your program is making sure that you're all meshing together. Yeah. Like it has to fit perfect. Like, yeah, if it's, it has to, you all have to be on the same page for it to work. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I want to throw a shout out to some of the people Dallas Gonzalez joined. He's going to call in a little bit later and hang out with us. Uh, Real Yaw Power, Paul Yaw. How's it going? Chris and Matlock, Johnny Coltora, Travis Lee. What's up, guys? Uh, looks like a few people are joining on Facebook as well. Robert Blanton, what's up, dude? How are you? Uh, John Lewis. Oh, yeah, he likes tacos too, dude. <laughs> happy uh, birthday, Kristen. Oh, it's Kristen's birthday today? Yeah. Well, happy birthday, Kristen Matlock. That's pretty cool. I yeah. wonder if she's uh, getting ready to pre-run or is already down there pre-running in Mexico. Yeah, I wonder. That looks pretty fun. Yeah. I are you guys going to go down to Baja 1000 this year or no? 
Uh, probably not. We have a lot, and we have more yes. big plans. So, so. we're going to talk about that. So operating your race program sometimes doesn't allow you to do the things that you want. Like, I'm sure that you guys have to – I mean, you'd love going to the races, but I'm sure that you have to skip out on – you know, friends' birthday parties sometimes. Uh, maybe if somebody has, like, going to an event like uh, Knott's Berry Farms or something, you have to skip out on that because you have to focus on your goal of winning at the races. Yeah, there's a lot of focusing. I recently found, like, or, like, not recently, but, like, I've noticed that if I'm sitting down, I'm missing something and I'm yeah. not doing something right. So I notice if I'm sitting down, I got to look, I got to look around. And if I see, like, the littlest thing, like, if the car's completely done, the trailer is just ready to throw the car, and I'm just waiting to get pull the truck forward with the trailer to load it. Um, I'll just start cleaning the garage and stuff and just start organizing tools back and everything because... There's I, I always something more to do, right? Yeah, I, I, there's always something to do. There's not... If you're sitting on the couch, you're missing something. Uh, look, Jackson said you have cool socks, Kate. I see a USA, too, for the American <laughs> flag socks. Heck yeah. I wore the right socks today. I know it. Robert Blanton would be stoked on you for the, doing <laughs> that. Um, Kristen said thank you very much for telling her happy birthday too as well, Caden. Um, all right. So <sighs> to me, when I hear this, like since I've operated my my own race program, when I'm hearing you talk, it's like really like I'm into it, right? Like I really enjoy talking about this kind of stuff because it makes me learn as well. So I hope the other people um, that are watching the show are also learning too. It never stops. It never gets old, but there's always more to do. Like, yeah. those are like three things that always. I mean, your family must consider this like a blessing and a curse at the same time, right? Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I notice, yeah. Because your mom and your dad, they have full time jobs. They have full time jobs. And I know that in their home, I'm getting homeschooled too. And that, yeah, they work really hard and they, that's, they, that we, race off of them so they, they yeah, have so to they let them support, be some, yeah. they support the program financially and help you out you obviously have good sponsors that help you out as well yeah but it's really a family environment and to operate a race program um one of the funny things that everybody always says if you want to make a million dollars in racing you start with two million dollars yeah because there's no way to make any money racing right yeah. like it's pretty much impossible but you do it for the love and the passion and your family all enjoys it even your little sister enjoys it right well she loves cooking and she loves horses and other stuff yeah. too but she loves going to the races and hanging out right yeah one thing i'll never forget is uh sierra roma posted something and then the caption said if you want to be a, a millionaire in racing you have to start up as a billionaire yeah exactly <laughs> it's crazy right? i'll never forget that it's so funny but it, it's true. Yeah, it's so true. Like, and, and you'll never come to a point where you're making, you can make a living off of this. Like, no matter what my trainer, Troy Adams, tells me is you shouldn't live off of racing. You have to have a job to back it up because if racing slows down or it even like something happens to the industry and it's getting way more expensive or something like that, you always want to have a backup. Or even if something just happens to you personally, yeah, if you break a, your leg, you can't go to the races. So what are you gonna do? Yeah, or or you can't get parts for a little bit, and you have yep. and you won't be able to make the races. Like obviously, there's a race family to help you, but sometimes uh, at points you won't have time. And if you have if you have the money, you have the parts and everything, and you're ready for it, then you're ready. But like the sponsors help out a lot with that. Does that mean that uh, aside from the race program, you do have things that you're interested in that you want to pursue as far as a career goes? Um, not quite yet. Not quite yet. I, I'm really right now, I'm trying to focus on getting better at writing my race reports. Um, 
uh, that's what I'm trying to focus on because I notice sometimes whenever I write my race reports that my mom has to like fix like uh, reread them and kind of help me like teach me a little bit better. So I want to get to a point where it's like kind of like okay, that's, this is pretty easier. good. Yeah. Well, don't feel bit. don't feel bad about that. I like where your mindset is at though because you want to get better at doing these little things, whether it's a race report or whether it's working on the car. All these little things make a big difference, right? Yeah. But don't feel bad about that stuff either because people need help all the time. Like truthfully, every time that I write something that's really um, particular or needs to be perfect, even for business stuff, I give it to two or three people to write to reread it too. And no matter what happens. They always find something little to correct. And I can guarantee that if your mom gave you something, you would probably find something to correct for her, yeah. too. And that's just how people are, right? Like, you you just don't see anything. So, have you ever heard the term, two eyes are better than, two sets of eyes are better than one? Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, so that always helps, right? Like, yeah. and it goes back to what I was saying. We always have two people sign off on the checklist through the, to get the car on course because somebody will most likely miss something. Yeah. So, in a racing program, in a racing environment, you're learning exactly what you need to by understanding what you're good and not good at. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's. It's crazy to think, though, right? How much you learn on those little things that you're working on. Yeah, it's really crazy. Uh, you, you always learn a ton. You always learn a ton, and that's that's the goal. Did you learn anything specific these last few weeks? Because you guys have been so busy racing in the last what three months, four months, and it's not slowing down. It's not slowing down. Not for a little bit too. Um, I've actually learned a lot lately. Um, there's a there's a lot because you've been working on your cars a lot. Kristen Matlock just said it takes a whole team uh, for everything uh, down to race reports. I edit all of Wayne still, and <laughs> but that's that's a perfect example, right? Like, yeah. It doesn't matter if you have a youth program or a completely professional factory level program like Kristen Matlock. Yeah, no matter what, it's going to be tough, and you can get through. It. No matter what it takes, you just got to put in the time and effort. Dude, don't forget, teamwork makes a dream work. And yep. I know Kristen and you guys uh, both have that same thing. And uh, we were talking a little bit about it, uh, I think it was last episode or something, that the off-road industry is so small. Like, no matter what, it's really, really small compared to any type of motorsport or even stick and ball sports. Like, we're yeah. like at the lowest uh, of the population because it's so expensive. The cost of entry is so much. And the, um, what do you call it, the maintenance level or the work yeah. ethic that you have to put back into it is so huge. The time, right? yeah. It's so crazy because, like, lately, like, I, at the beginning, whenever I first started, it wasn't really much. And then some people started hopping on. But, like, the past, like, uh, three or four years probably, it's been skyrocketing. We, yeah. We used to have the 170s. We used to show up to the line, and there was five. Yeah. At, at Worlds, I don't know the exact number. It it was it wasn't much at all. Right. And now there's sixty plus cars on yeah. the starting and you're like, what 100%. is going on? But it's, it's awesome, so crazy. right? It's so cool to see that. And so I'm excited on the growth of the actual of the off road industry and side by sides is fueling that growth. But that me brings up another subject that I wanted to talk about, and that was um, the reason that I that I I set that precedence of the the off road being so small compared to all the other motorsports is because the way that we have to operate within those constraints is we have to look forward, right? So motocross, for instance, is a very small sport too, but it's a lot bigger than off-road. A lot bigger. A lot bigger. And I had a, a good meeting this week with one of my buddies. He's the brand manager for Thor, which is the biggest uh, gear, co- one of the biggest gear companies out there. And he was telling me, he goes, you know, George, 
times are changing now. Social media isn't what it used to be six months, eight months, a year ago. But off-road is still stuck in that time. He told me, he goes, we don't look for high numbers in social media anymore. We stopped doing that about six months ago. It doesn't matter if you have 10,000 friends or 200 friends. It matters how many people you can actually influence through those 200 friends and how much interaction you have and solid sales you can drive or eyes you can drive with those 200 friends. So they're changing. Everything is changing. So the way that you look at your race program now, you don't have to look at how big your numbers are on social media. You don't have to compare it to a BJ Baldwin. You could have just as much influence with your racing program being a youth driver as he could in a company mindset like that. And unfortunately, I think off-road has to catch up a little bit because they're behind. They don't see those same values. Some of the people do. Like I know Brett Carpenter at Polaris, he sees that really well. And there's a lot of people that get it, but the whole industry hasn't caught up to that yet. So when you operate your race program, you do a very good job of this because all of the people on your social media, I know your mom helps you with it, but you do a very good job of interacting with everybody and really getting that engagement that's important. So I was going to commend you on it because you're already ahead of most of the other youth in your class. Yeah, I'm I'm trying. Everyone's growing really fast. With, um, yeah, we're um, yeah. The, a lot of people are doing it uh, very well, and I am trying to keep where I'm at right now on how well I'm doing, and just try my best. Hey, do you know uh, the guys over at PRP Seats? Because Justin just joined us from PRP. What's up, Justin? What? What's up, little man? What's up? How you doing? Good, bro. I'm uh, chilling. I just got done with the grocery store and I wanted to check in on you and kind of just see how it was going. And, you know, just kind of wanted to echo what um, George was saying, man, Uh, you know, in terms of young dudes killing it out there, you know, you're definitely on the top of our list, man. Thank Um, you. So just doing, you know, just kind of be the the company, George, if you need me to uh, speak up on anything uh, in terms of companies that look for stuff. Yeah. You know, we always look for return, you know, return and who's interacting, who's posting, who's going the extra mile out there, you know, and the circle of influencers in the race world, you know, you've got your core group and racers are really hitting um, the people that attend the races. Everybody that helps, I've noticed that somebody, if you help somebody pit, you're in the off-road community, you're not racing, but you certainly do help. And those are the people that you touch base with the most is yep. when you're out there running. That's 100% yeah, true. That's, and that's Ju- really true. Justin, just to give Caden a little bit more kudos here, you can see in between us right here, we have a PRP door bag. And so Caden and I were uh, looking for props for the show, and we found some PRP stuff in here. So we thought it matched up perfect, man. So look at what Caden's doing. He's helping out even on the show as well. And the show has nothing to do with him except for he's helping me talk about stuff off-road. No, I think you've got definitely, definitely the young man to do it, you know, and I've had Kane on our program for three years now. So um, definitely, uh, definitely speak something when someone's on your program for that long and um, continues to uh, him and his mom send race supports right when he's done. You know, there's very few people out there that run it by the book and. uh, Yeah. So the stuff that Justin's saying means a lot, right? Because he's, he's literally saying it from a point of view that, 
people can grow with him and with his organization. So you're doing a lot to help help out his organization at PRP. What's one of the things that you think you've done the best with PRP? And I'm going to ask Justin the same exact question. Um, I think I I I think the best thing that I've done is for like really showed off their product like um I feel like I've I've always tried my best to promote everyone as well like the same but I feel like um promoting promoting their products is like a big thing and um I try like in the in my photos I like the ones where you jump like that because I have the PRP steering wheel, the seat belts, the seat. Like, whenever I'm like that, you can see the roof and all the sponsors and stuff. So, Caden already knows how to get the angles of his car when he's getting pictures taken, Justin. <laughs> he, he, he's smart. He, he knows what matters. <laughs> um, and so I want to put that same question to you, Justin. What is one of the things that Caden does best? I know you said he sends race reports and keeps you guys updated, but as a whole, yeah. what do you think he's done best for uh, PRP? I think in terms of following through, so we have about 190 or so ambassadors and racers that um, I keep up with. And we always look for the ones that are consistently um, posting things on time when we ask of them, uh, posting the exact material that we send off um, and willing to go the extra mile and create their own verbiage of it. So if we have a new product drop, you know, Caden's right on the money with the time it needs to be posted at um, and going the extra mile too. I think last year I'll point out is when we released the razor belt tool. Um, Caden was right there ready to do a hands-on video on that. I just said, Hey, here's a belt tool before everybody else get me a handy dandy video done. And he was totally about it. Dude. See? And so that's what people like really appreciate, man. Cause you're helping Justin do his job. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't get any better for a guy like in his seat, you know, at the office making all those changes and just think about, uh, you know, right now you're helping you run your own race program with your family, right? Justin's helping 190 people. Yeah. That, that's crazy. So that's uh, 189 more people than just your program. So anything that you can do to put your fo- best foot forward with him is fantastic, dude. And it sounds like you're doing a good job. Yeah. Uh, I try my best. That belt tool is crazy good. There and you go. It's, already, it's, <laughs> already w- it's, it's way, it's way faster than like the stock one. Like you put it in there, you, you put the drill on it, you do it. Bam. It's done. You're like, what? Hey, so where can we check out this belt tool, kid? PRP.com. Boom. It works so good. It's it's amazing. I love it. Yeah, Razor, to be specific, you go under UTV, you'll click Accessories for Razor, and then it's uh, right right, right down there. But, yeah, I just wanted to come on and give uh, give Mr. Caden kudos. And um, anybody, you know, anybody that uh, ever runs on our program that's a, that's a high-level um, person on our program, I would love to vouch for, for anything else. You know, if Caden said, Hey, I need your reference, you know, Caden's one of those dudes I'd be more than happy to, uh, to give a reference for just, just high caliber person. And Jason as well said it, uh, as well. Jason is our marketing director and sales director said guys like Caden really stick out in our program. Um, so, you know, you're definitely just not impressing me, buddy. So keep on keeping on. Dude, Thank good, you. Good job, Caden. Thanks so much for joining us, Justin. We really appreciate it, dude. Happy birthday too. Oh, it's your it's birthday. It's not my birthday. It is never my birthday. <laughs> hey, happy birthday, those Justin. Dude, those dude and destroy boys are up to something. <laughs> hey. I see everyone saying, I'm like, oh, it's his birthday. <laughs> they always do it. Those they dude do. and destroy boys say happy birthday like every day, though. 
<laughs> there they go. They're laughing already. They're laughing. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. We really appreciate it, man. Happy birthday. We'll see you later. See you guys. <laughs> later. Uh, it's cool that, so like, to have a sponsor just chime in, uh, and we didn't plan that. He just called in yeah, I saw on, on his own. So um, it's really cool to see that, that Justin is showing you the gratitude that he has for the way that you guys are operating the race program, right? And that's exactly what I'm talking about is he sees, like he's one of the forward thinkers, he sees the difference between social media and the off-road industry and social media in general, like the off, the motocross guy that was just talking to me about it, you know, like he understands your value as a person and a team to the core. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to have sponsors like that, man. It's, yeah. I, I really like having sponsors, like just like Justin and PRP and them. We have a good relationship with them. Like we will go visit them whenever we're passing by or in the area, like, I like having a good relationship with sponsors, and a lot of my sponsors, like, like Four Parts. I know Craig and Joey so well. Yep. I I hang out with the uh, C and uh, Baby C, and all of them. Like, we have a good relationship with them. Yeah. And that's what I really love about the the whole racing community is that with the sponsors and they help you out and all this, and you're still family. Like, it's it's amazing. I love the community. One hundred percent, and that's what you got to remember too. Is even if you get sponsored by some of these people, they are family because they all have families and they all have th- certain things that they have to deal with in their lives. Well, um, since Justin's not on the line anymore, I'm going to ask you the hardest question. I think I'm going to ask you all night. Oh, what has been your biggest failure in your uh, off-road racing career? We'll call it now. So you've been doing it for seven years. Yeah. And you've obviously had DNFs and things like that, but what do you consider your biggest failure? Uh, whenever I um, don't have the car 100% ready. I've had issues, or I've had one issue this year that changed my whole perspective on on the whole prepping thing was to, I didn't tighten my lug nuts, I'll put it that way. And um, I needed to tighten my lug nuts because part of it and um i just wasn't 100 percent ready i focused on other things i focused on going hang- uh, playing with my friends and i came back to practice went and felt something that was wrong and the lug nuts were loose so but that's good that you put that amount of pressure on you on yourself to make sure that you don't do it again oh i, I took it real hard and my friend Dallas, he he puts it still hard on me, and that was really? a, that was a while back. Still gives it to you. He still gives it to me. I'm like, stop. That's hilarious, though. Yeah. Uh, but it's good that you notice those things too, right? Because every single race, um, have you ever heard the term? Sometimes you don't need to necessarily know what you want to do. You'd rather know what you don't want to do. Yeah. Well. Every race, you always have something little happen, big happen, whatever it is. There's something that you don't want to have happen, right? But it's not always the same thing. And if you had the same thing happen every race, that would mean you're doing it wrong. Yeah, that's that's how you that. If I if it happens twice to me, oh, I just rethink it. I I sit there Figure and I, I, I pound it on myself. I, if I do anything wrong, I'll pound it on myself, and it won't happen again. But that's good because you hold yourself accountable for it. Yeah, I, I always put it on myself and. Even though it kind of sucks to put it on yourself and you don't want to blame it on yourself, you have to. That's the only way I learned. That makes a strong human being, though, for real. Like yeah. Because then you're not just pushing it off. Then you're attacking it and you're getting it and you're learning from the whole situation and then moving forward with whatever's best. Yeah, even with boxing, whenever I go boxing and, I'm, and I miss I miss the combination like five times, I'm like, 
might as well just hit me if I miss it. Because <laughs> like, he's like putting it around, you have to dodge and stuff. And like, you might as well to, just hit me. Nobody wants to get hit. And as soon as I see that, the next time I get it perfect. Yeah, Perfect. exactly. Um, so another thing that I wanted to talk about, too, was since you're learning all of these things, you also get to experience a lot of cool stuff, too, like traveling across across the country. You, like, you guys travel so much for your so racing much. program. I mean, how do you even get stuff done? Like school, you have to, like, think about racing. There's so much going on. Yeah, it's it's really crazy. But my amazing mom, she homeschools us, and it makes it a lot easier with that stuff. Um in in regular school, it would be very hard to do what we're doing. She also bought us tacos. She is pretty yeah, amazing. It was pretty awesome. Uh, but that that level of, of dedication is pretty cool because any type of family that wants to be together and race together or whatever their subject is, play softball together, they all have to focus like that. Yeah. yeah we all we all grind all week to get uh, school done. Uh, she does her part, so I have to do my part. And so does companies like PRP, like Justin, Razor, and Four Wheel Parts, do they um, require that you get good grades and things like that for their sponsorship? Yeah, um, I have quite a few sponsors that, um, and this is to everyone, uh, the sponsors care about not just like your performance, everyone loves the performance, but they ask for my grades, they ask for uh, my report card, every time I get my report card, they want to make sure I'm getting my stuff done, like yep. if I don't get my stuff done, they don't want me, Right. I, Cause I may I may look good on the track, but I I'm not on on the inside. Like, um, and they look for a person too. Like, you you can be the best driver out there, but not be the nicest person out out of the car. Then like, why do like why would they want you? And I think if you're a good person, you do your grades. I feel like if you get everything really good, then they're gonna want you. That's how you that's how you become the best. Yeah, well, exactly. But do you ever feel like it's too much pressure? Like, there's too much? Like, you, you ever feel like, oh, my God, this is way too much. I don't know what to do. Oh, yeah. I, I always feel that. But I always have to stay in it and be like, hey, I get to drive a race car. There's so many kids out there that don't get to drive a race car like me and do all the opportunities, have all the awesome sponsors like me. And I, I just got to take the best of it. And if if I'm in a rough position and um all that, like, I can, I, I'll figure it out. Yeah. But I mean, like, there's a lot of kids though, dude, that like, they just say, you know what? Screw it. I'm not even going to worry about it. Like, I'll just like let that fall off the wayside. And it doesn't seem like you do that. Yeah. I, I just try sticking in it as long as I can. Power through it, dude. Power through it. Yeah. You ne- never give up. Yeah. 100%. Never give up. I like that, dude. Never give up. No matter how hard it is, never give up. Um, so when you guys are traveling across the country, all kinds of things pop up. You get a flat tire or your truck couldn't work, like you take it to the auto shop, whatever it is, right? But you guys are able to spend a lot of time together. And what are some of the things that you do to grow the race por- program while you're just sitting in a truck traveling? Um, so I write my race reports, like I said. Um, yeah, I'll write my race reports. We upload my photos to my website so all my sponsors can go on there. And download photos if they want photos. Dang, dude, you're killing it. You got your own website? Yeah, we, we got a website. We got a while back, but never really, like... Now you're putting an effort now, into it? Yeah, my mom helps me out a lot with that. She does really good. Um, yeah, so we put my race report. It's the in-depth in depth race report. Oh, so and you have two? You have, like, a summarized one and then an in-depth one? Yeah, there's a summarized, like, somebody's like, yeah, it was a good race. Kind of that, but, like, then the other one, re- like, really explains everything. Yeah, exactly. Well, it looks like we got uh, the Gonzalez brothers uh, joining us now. Can you tilt your guys' uh, phone down a little bit so we can see you real quick? So we got uh, yeah. Deegan and Dallas on. What's up, boys? 
What's up, boys? How are you? Good. How are you? We're doing awesome, man. We can't we can't see you guys very well, so you guys are gonna like uh, little brother stand up or sit up a little bit. There you go. Uh, so it's cool to see that you guys are operating your race program too. But since we're talking about Caden's race program today, can you tell us how uh, how Caden does such a good job with his program? Uh, Caden does an amazing job. Like Caden's always has the dialed set up, and I mean anywhere from having the perfect wrap to he always has a, he always has everything he needs, and he's always the first one to post after the races and all that. So it sounds like social media is, is really driving a lot of this. Will you guys turn the phone down a little bit so that uh, it doesn't echo? Uh, but it sounds like social media is really driving a lot of your guys' success because we just had Justin uh, comment in on how well you guys communicate back and forth and you posting so quickly and stuff like that. And uh, Dallas also mentioned it too. Yeah, um, we try our best with it. We're not the best out there, but we, we're, we're, we're doing pretty good with it. Yeah. We're always trying to do better with it. I so. think you're doing a fantastic job, and that's the reason why I use that uh, analogy and comparing you know, off-road to dirt bikes because off-road is so far behind in the, in the way that it operates, and the, you're, you're already ahead of the off-road game because you're already seeing all the interaction, and you're showing all your sponsors, and obviously Dallas and Deegan are, are noticing the value too. Yeah, so they they do really good too. Um, we we try working together to grow together, um, and I, I just try my best. And I notice I need to get a little bit better. Well, I like that you said that you work to get you try to work together to grow more because that means that you know that you can't just do it by yourself. Yeah, it's it's a lot easier if you work with someone. Um, we did we've done uh, videos like the four parts Bronco whenever they were releasing the parts. We did a video together, and we uh, we did it next to the razor with the four part stuff on with it. These guys? Yeah, with I actually did it with Dallas. I actually have like like fifty takes of it. Really? So we did it so many times, but then um, then we we just worked together and got it done. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, you guys got all your stuff over there, clacking around and stuff done. <laughs> yeah, my brother was moving chairs around. Hey, you, could you move it a little bit uh, louder and make a little bit more noise next time since you're on the air? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, guys, you guys both do um, some pretty good stuff on your social media as well, and you guys obviously have a team atmosphere too. Um, what do you think are some of the things that you guys do um, together with Caden that are different than what most people do? Um, a lot is that we we just do a lot of work together. We uh, we're all, our kid, we're always with Caden. Caden is he's either at our house or we're at, with him at the races, so it's always. Uh, we're always giving each other ideas and uh, helping each other out how to, like, most of the time I'll forget to post something and Caden's always the, he's the one that helped me uh, do all that and remind me to post. So, yeah, that's how we just help each other a lot. That's a good friend, Especially right? with parts, too. Yeah, we, we just went out, we just went out there this weekend. We were helping their buddy finish a car. Oh, really? And we were out there helping them put together the car. Look at you guys, dude. No yeah, sleep for working, the wicked. Working together. And so, Deegan, are you learning a lot from your uh, older brother and from Caden as well? Yeah. He makes, Dallas makes me take my car apart, put it back together, and <laughs> tells me more stuff about it. Tells you what to do. Give, gives you all yeah. the pro the pro tips does that mean that you're going to be faster than these kids 
Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, here we go. Sounds like Deacon's got you guys covered, dude. Oh, yeah. Dallas has been teaching him some good stuff in the R1. He's, he's really fast. Really? Yeah. There you go, man. See, he's it's, really fast. it's always the guy that learns from the fast guys that ends up being faster in the long run, right? Yeah. Uh, that's cool that you guys work together, though. So um, if you guys had to pick one of your favorite things uh, about the th way that Caden operates his program, what is it? Because uh, you just said the rap. I, I, I like the way that Caden designs all his raps and stuff, but let's try to figure out something else. Caden Caden's always has everything. Like he always has everything for the races. Like he has always has his parts. He's he's very planned out and always on always on time schedule. Uh, yeah, he we always forget parts and we always forget all kinds of stuff. And he's he always has everything. Hey, just in case you guys need it, you just know that you you don't have to bring all the parts because Caden's gonna have them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes whenever I forget parts and they have them, we'll just exchange. Like, oh, you need this here, here. Yeah, exactly. Deegan, what's your favorite part about hanging out with your brother and Caden at the races? Uh, probably driving golf carts. Still driving golf carts. You guys in the golf carts, man. So if anybody that's watching the show or is listening to the show doesn't know, um, man, you should listen to one of the – I don't remember which episode it was, but we talked with Caden a little bit about this whole golf cart fiasco. I think it was an Instagram Live. Yeah, it was an Instagram it. Live with Warfighter, man. Yeah, and, uh, man, these kids love them some golf carts. I f still feel bad for your mom's golf cart because oh, it's, yeah. it's it, taking it, a meeting. It had, it had first official breakdown. When was this? Uh, it was last uh, works race. Glenn you killed Hill. the golf cart? Uh, yeah, right before practice. Or Dude. no, it was like Thursday night, like out of the random, and we and uh, we were, we were driving around. We were playing tag with the golf carts and stuff, and came back. <laughs> tag my, with the golf carts. And my my mom and her friend went to go drive it around. And it was and, blown out. Uh, and we just saw them with no lights on or anything, just in the middle, like <laughs> oh, he took his bag. <laughs> I'm like, oh I was the driving last, but they're like, it obviously was me. Did you see? <laughs> Huh? Did you see him crash it? No, we weren't there yet. We came Friday. <laughs> That's so funny, man. Uh, all right, so I want to ask you guys all the same question. Uh, Deegan, you answer first, then we'll let Dallas go, and we'll ask Caden. What's the favorite place that you guys have ever been to traveling with your family to go racing? Uh, probably say Idaho. You liked Idaho? That was a fun yeah. Idaho is a really nice place, man. Riding bicycles up there kicks butt. What about you, Dallas? Um, I'd probably say when we went to Vegas to Reno. Which was your favorite part of that? Like not being in Vegas, probably like in Reno or something? Uh probably uh probably Thursday night after tech. We all just hung out and uh planned our schedule and then when we got to Carson City, we all just hung out and Carson City is pretty sweet, huh? Yeah, it was pretty. That was a that was a fun weekend. Was, it's, it's like all like flooding in my head right now. That was a we were chasing the race all night. It was so fun. Okay, you you're not allowed to pick either of their same answers. Where was your favorite place to travel? And you can't oh, pick Idaho because uh, I know Idaho was like on the top of your list too. Um, Idaho is pretty nice, man. But I'm sure you guys have been to some other cool places. Yeah, we've been to a lot of cool. I so I think Silver State was pretty fun. That was a fun one. I Actually, you know what? I ask, always ask this. Of, did Have any of you three done Texplex yet? No, I won't. Oh, my yeah, God. Texplex for the 12 hour. You're going or you did? I did last year. Are you going this year? Uh, I don't know yet because I'm still – I don't know about my recovery time. 
Oh, okay. Because they gave me 12 weeks, so. Yeah, you need to make sure that you focus on that recovery, buddy. But if you guys do end up going, I'll be there, so I'll see you guys out there. Uh, That track is super cool, though. Yeah, it looks fun. And uh, Texas is nice, too. So I feel like if you ever had the opportunity, you might pick Texas as your favorite place. Yeah, I don't know. You're still picking Idaho? Yeah, I, I like Cedar City. Cedar City was fun. Yeah, Cedar City is a cool little town. That was probably my favorite race ever. It had really? The, it has the pond, the water slide, and all the cool stuff there. That was probably my favorite race. Have you seen that new uh, Mid-America tr- track out there? They yeah, have that, a lazy river, dude. They do? Yeah. That's cool. I would just like get done with my moto, ditch the car, and then go on the lazy river, and then see if everybody uh, come back and see if everybody took care of the checklist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Just go cruise around. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I I do like Idaho, though. Um the only thing about the Lazy River is Dallas dunked me underwater. Oh, no. <laughs> He's the only one that would do it. That's the best part about it. All right, so I want to see a little bit of a difference in your guys' answers. So I'm going to ask the same questions, and we'll let Deegan and Dallas, and then you go again. What has been one of the biggest highlights of your guys' racing that you've had so far, Deegan? Oh. Just racing, though. That's a hard one. Well, we asked. We already asked Caden what his biggest failure was, and that was a little bit harder of a question. So I'm not going to ask you guys that question. You just get to pick what was the best thing that happened. I'd probably say Parker 250. Can you go into a little bit more explanation on what that was? Like, so, why, why was it so cool? On the start, I got taken out, and then uh, I was like three rows back, like two minutes or three minutes, and then I won the race. No way, dude. How much was he hauling butt or what? Yeah, he was he rolled really really bad. Like it was a bad roll. Nothing was broke? No, nothing was broke. Um and like right away like it took like he did, I don't even think it it caught up to him until after the race. But his I, I don't know what it was. He was flying. Dude, that's crazy. Like you'll just see him in the dust. Like you'll see just dust, and then you'll just see him coming out, and like, like it was, flying it was just dust. yeah, just flying through dust, passing people, jumping the whoop section like perfect. Like what is going on? So Deegan, have you ever anybody uh, ever tell you like when you're in the zone? Have you ever had anybody say that? Uh, yeah. So, like, in, in racing, yeah, so you were in the zone, right? Like, you were just, like, tunnel vision, you were focusing. Like, that's a good thing that racers can do. Like, we're talking about operating a racing program. If you can figure out a mental way of getting yourself into that zone and focusing that hard every time you race, that's what a lot of the guys, like a lot of the professional motocrossers, a lot of the F1 drivers, they can block out everything that's going on around them and just focus in on that one thing like you did, and that makes you such a better professional driver. Yeah. It's pretty crazy, man. So you got to experience that. Have you guys ever got to experience that, like being fully engaged in the zone? Yeah, um, recently, like, I've been trying to focus a lot better before the races and stuff. Trying to get in a better, like, state of mind for the racetrack. Like, I gotta go. Yeah. So, um, I feel like I've been getting better with that. And then once I get in the car and I'm off the line, like, my adrenaline takes over everything. Yeah. I'm just, like, ready to go. And I'm super, like, more focused than I'll ever be. That's good that you're fo- able to see that focus that you need to have, to have too. Alexia Lemming commented in and said that she did that same uh, that same race, too. K-Man 21 just commented in. Uh, so, Dallas, what's been one of the biggest highlights of your racing career? I know you won the UTV World Championship. 
Uh, probably the biggest highlight was uh, finishing Vegas Torino. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, did, you, you did at good a there. Young age too, so yeah. That's... After we had some problems and all that, so we still finished. And... Yeah, he was battling for the lead the entire race. It was one, two, three. It was him, JD, and another Carson guy. Really? And the entire race, like it would come into the pit, and every time someone knew he was leading. That is so crazy. But the last hundred miles were was a little rough, and we ran into some issues during the race. But like Dallas, like never gave up, and he was right there with on the top box the entire time. Like so never. So listening to you guys talk, it sounds like your family or you went and supported them. Yeah, we we've gone to all his uh, best in the desert race. Man, so that's probably helping you learn a lot too. Yeah, we're learning. That's how we're we're learning a lot, and we're learning together, and we're just growing together. We want to help out our families. So. It's pretty cool. Um, all right, so uh, Dallas and Deegan, I bet you want to know what Caden's biggest highlight is. What is it, Caden? Um, probably my biggest highlight was probably my. Uh, works 250 championship. Was that pretty sweet? That was a that was a pretty good one because I I felt like pretty good because I only got two wins that year, but I just stayed consistent and on the podium, and it got me it got me a win. Yeah, that's cool. But you you realized what it takes to win a championship at that point. Yeah, but like, yeah, right now everything's super strong. So now it's like driving the best, not being the most consistent. Like yeah, uh, with non-breaking wise it's it's who can be the fastest now yeah and you almost have zero chance of error or like you can't make anything go wrong you can't you can't you can't make a mistake or you're gonna ruin ruin the race yeah exactly Braden baker was uh right behind and until he blew a clutch too it said they said that's crazy um all right boys is there anything else that you want to talk about for caden's racing program before we let you guys go uh, no, not really. There's, that's pretty much it. So, but yeah, Caden helped a lot. So I was gonna say yeah, like you didn't you didn't notice that we got uh, Sarah brought tacos. That was a huge part of Caden's racing program that I'm appreciative of today. Yeah, it made, it made the year. Yeah, their yeah, racing program is amazing, and uh, like even at the races, like Vegas Reno, the moms they did they were chase one point four. Yeah, and, chase one point four. Uh, they were in the SUV and they had. All they had was the food and everything for everybody, so it was nice. We got to the finish, and they all had food. They went to McDonald's. They stopped at McDonald's on the way there. And uh, Silver State, they had the so flatbed, and the flatbed broke. Dude, I think every every single team out there, even, like, the Red Bull teams and, like, all these big teams, I think they should all have a Chase 1.4 with snacks. Yeah, that, they're Chase 1.4 because they're not quite one yet. Because uh, they broke the flatbed, so they're 1.4. Oh, okay. So the, the, they can make it up. Yeah, I can hear Jess in the background. She was a part of Chase 1.4. That's perfect, though. 1.4 has snacks and sodas and all that stuff. That's oh, probably that's the, the, the most important chase vehicle of the whole uh, crew, right? Yeah, if you want to take a nap, you can hop in Chase 1.4. <laughs> and eat snacks. <laughs> yeah, JD needs one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I think everybody needs a Chase 1.4, JD. Um, all right, well, thanks, boys, for joining us. We really appreciate it. And uh, hope you're Recovery goes well, Dallas. Thanks for hanging out, Deegan. Thank you. All right, we'll see you guys later. Thanks. See you guys. All right. Bye-bye. That brings a lot of the family vibe and atmosphere to, to the racing, right? Like, we're talking serious stuff tonight. Like, we're talking about operating a racing program, but you learn so much in understanding what a good team atmosphere that you guys all have. Yeah, I, they're, they're my second family. Um, I've One time I stayed there for... Yeah, it was a month. It was around a month. I stayed there, and we just hung out, drove razors, had a good time. 
and I see them every weekend. Yeah. Like, uh, and you I'm, live in two different states. It's crazy. Two, yeah. It's fine. Whenever we have to test the car to see if the check engine light will come back on, we're going to the Gonzaleses. <laughs> That's crazy because they have the right tools for the job, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's so cool to see that, though, because – and this is the thing that, that the racing culture brings or motorsports or just – I mean, even, like, national softball and stuff like that. It really brings all this stuff to light because – most kids, like, even if they live down the street from their best friends, sometimes they can't see each other on the weekend because they don't get to spend the night because their dad's busy, the mom's busy, whatever it is. And the racing culture brings it to, like, the whole family vibe to the next level. Yeah, it's the racing community is a family. Yeah. It's it can super- be considered a family because everyone sees each other so often. They talk to each other just like they live next door. Dude, 100%. I talk to Dallas every day. So yeah. it's, it's like he, he's my neighbor. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, cool, though, right? Yeah, we see him so much. It's, uh, and you just saw him this weekend, like you said. Um, so if we're talking about the, the racing family, your family has, I don't want to say specific jobs because everybody does their own thing and helps out, but um, each person is good at something in your racing program. You're yeah. a very good driver. You're learning how skills, how to work on a car. You're learning social media. Your mom helps with social media. Your dad helps work on the cars. Remy helps with a lot of stuff. Your little sister. So yeah, she's the she's the baking queen. What are what are kind of the um, understood things that people do in your family to help each other? Like your mom, you know that your mom is the person to ask about social media stuff, right? Yeah, um, she she's really good in that at that. Um, she she. She knows a lot about it, and it helps me out just learning from her. Did she know about that before, or she kind of started learning about it when you wanted to get into it? The social media thing? Yeah. Um, we, whenever we first got into it, like, I made, like, an Instagram post, like, oh, look at this car I'm sitting in. But, like, not, like over the years, she's learned so much from all these pros doing it. And, like, um, and just she's learned so much from it. And she really, she really, she's really. She's a student of the game. Is, yeah, she's the she's the best at it. Um, she really helps me stay on task. If I'm not on task, she's like, come on, Kaden, you know what you got to do. You have to get this done. Like, like she like really keeps me on track and like without her, I would just be a mess right now. I wouldn't be where I was at. Yeah. It helps me out so much. And my dad helps out so much with the car. If I have school, if I'm overloaded with school, he's out there working on the car, getting it done for me. And he's like, I'll do as much as I can, but until a point, and then he comes out there and just bangs it out for me, and like it helps me out so much. That is super cool. And then what does what does Remy usually do? Because I know that she's a good baker, but yeah, she do, she does she does a lot. She uh, helps out sometimes with cleaning the car and stuff like that. Like she she helps out with the little things and but it's grabbing funny how, tools sometimes. How crazy those little things! How much they help, right? It's so crazy. Like even grabbing grabbing a tool out of the toolbox especially when you're under the car (laughs) yeah teamwork makes the dream work yeah especially when you're under the car yeah you're you're like getting out like just like all dirty and stuff you're like oh if you had to give um some advice to other youngsters that are watching or even your competitors and even actually even some of the adults advice on how to operate a racing program and some of the success things that you've seen what would it be it would probably be don't underestimate anything um, I had an issue for a while that I was underestimating some people, and whenever I would get out there, they were re- way faster than they looked. Uh, don't judge a book by its cover. Sometimes the car look doesn't look fast, but the car is fast. Um, yeah. You can't judge it like if they they may they may look different, and they may look like they're not that fast, but you better not 
underestimating. Yeah. In, all- in everything you do too, like you have to, you have to be ready for what's going to happen. Yeah, and so I think that you're taking that to another level, right? Is you're not just underestimating the other drivers on the course. You're not underestimating what could potentially happen with your car if you don't fix it properly. So you go yeah. and you fix every single little detail. Like you said, you have everything perfect because you're making sure that you're not underestimating what could potentially happen. Yeah, and if I, the worst part about it is if I think of something and I'm worried that something's going to happen to it, I have to change it now. Yeah. Because it, it gets in my head. That's that's my biggest issue. The worst thing is, is when you figure it out at midnight and you're sleeping and you have to write down a note or go out and do it in the garage. <laughs> oh, no. I think the worst thing is, is like whenever you're, like, you're ready to load the car and you see something, you're like, crap. Really? Yep. <laughs> Toolbox is already loaded. What yeah, the heck? Yeah, everything, all the parts are loaded and stuff. But like you're allowed, you're about to pull it up. And you're like, hold on. You look at it. It's like it's messed up. You're like, oh. Well, that brings like my next question to light then is like you learn a lot day to day when you're managing the race program for yourself. And that's one of the things that you learn is to never underestimate and to always overlook and check twice, check three times on all the vehicles. Do you think that that's helped you in schoolwork and all of the other things in your life? Yeah, I think it definitely helps in life. Um, you, I'm always ready for it. Like I know I, I, if it looks good the first time I look at it, I don't leave it alone. I'll have it ready. I'll have it on jack stands and I'll just sit there and stare yeah, and I'll just think and think and think, and I usually do like a three-point check. Is I go through it once, go through it twice, and go through it three times. Because usually, and if you'll I know find it's good each right? time, yeah, if I go through it each time, I'm ready. And sometimes you get it wrong, and it happens. It, you can't be perfect at it. Um, but I, yeah, I, mean, I always it's a do mechanical it. Mechanical piece, right? Yeah, I always do it multiple, multiple times. Uh, it looks like our friend Bella Burchard just actually chimed in. I heard that uh, Cruz. Fantastic Chef Cruz was going to bring you guys some uh, soup. Yeah, I talked to him last year. He said he was going to bring some over, so I'm pretty excited. Cruzy so, soups. <laughs> yep. So uh, for those of you guys that didn't uh, didn't see the episode, a few episodes ago we had uh, Cruz and Bella Bouchard on, and uh, Cruz is a little chef entrepreneur, right? Yeah, I'm I'm excited. It, I know. Everyone, everyone says it's really good. So I'm kind of jealous of you guys because I wanted to taste his soup, too. It sounded like he had some awesome recipes. Yeah. Um, but that actually brings me to a, a another question, though, is, like, he's young, and he wants to – he like, he loves cooking and stuff like that. I already asked you if you had another occupation that you were going to get into. But even besides that, like, what's something outside of racing that you enjoy doing? Like, do you enjoy cooking? Like, I know your sister does. Yeah, my sister does. I'm not <laughs> – I'm not the best at it, so um, it's not really my thing. What um, about professional cycling? Uh, <laughs> the road bike is fun. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite thing besides racing is mountain biking. I have big a big mountain bike guy. A big mountain bike guy. I love it. We go out there with the Gonzaleses and just we go with our family. It pretty and, much seems um, like you guys are just brothers, like living together. Oh yeah, we're, we're and um, you wouldn't know that you guys live in two different states. It's funny because people call me and Deegan brothers. Like, really? Like randomly, like we'll go somewhere, like a store or something, and ask if we're brothers. But not Dallas. But not Dallas. Like it's it's so confusing, and so we just consider each, all of each other brothers. So. Uh, uh, okay, so I actually I actually think I've asked you this question before, but what has been your favorite vehicle to drive uh, to date in side by sides? Favorite vehicle? Yeah, don't say golf cart, dude. <laughs> um, favorite vehicle? I I honestly think that one of one of my favorites. I still like the normally aspirated four seat Polaris Razor. Um, but I really like the RS one, dude. The RS ones are really fun. For some reason, it 
I lately have been driving the Pro XP turbos. That's what you're into. And those things are pretty cool. You're uh, you're into it. I'm digging them. I'm Did digging you see them. the new vehicle that Polaris just launched? Oh, I'm excited. I'm I really was talking ex- about the 200. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, the, the 200 actually is really cool. Out. It does look really cool, right? We're we're thinking about me and Ethan Groom, Dallas. We're all thinking like they have like a um a class for like it was like the big guys in little cars. Yeah, no, it was like the 40 plus class for the 1000s. Yeah, and we're thinking of making a, a 170 Legends class. Oh, right. But on. It, but it's just like us, bone stock cars, just like bumping into each other and all. There's like did no rules. Did you see rules. they did that at uh, what was it called the. Um, I forgot, Terracross, I think it was. They Pastrana and, like, all those guys raced in those oh, cars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the little, their heads were yeah, sticking out yeah. the side. I saw, and they were, like, the they were like the minivans and stuff, and they were hitting the Lucas shock. Yep, exactly. Cuckoo. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think about the new Polaris Pro-R? It, I think it's really cool. I think it's just, it. they built it so beefy. So, like, everything, like, I can't wait to see it. Get your hands on it, start driving it around? Uh, yeah, I, I mainly just want to see, like, the logistics of it, like, what they changed over the years compared to what they have now. Like, I just looking at the videos, I'll like pause it and I'll just stare at stuff. Oh, like, you're getting that in depth. Huh? Yeah, I'm like looking at because the they make the axle go through the shock mount. Yeah. So I'm like looking at that. Like, there's so many little things. I'm like, oh, I need to see it now. <laughs> That's cool that you're already learning and, and trying to get your brain wrapped around it. Because who knows? I mean, in a year or so, you might be driving one of those bad boys. Yeah, I'm hoping so. But my mom said she's going to get one and not let me drive it. So let just me stare like, at it. Probably just like the golf cart. Not let you drive it, but you drive it every freaking time. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll eventually talk her into it. Did you watch? Um, unfortunately, RJ couldn't come on because he had a photo shoot that he had to do today. But did you watch the RJ Anderson uh, video jump cuts. Yeah, that was that was really good. I like so that. So, if any of our audience hasn't seen that, you got to watch the new jump cuts video by R.J. Anderson. It was insane. He drove a uh, Polaris Pro R through yeah. the streets of Long Beach, just hucking it everywhere. Yeah, I think the coolest jump out of the whole thing was whenever he jumped all the way over the sidewalk right into the stairs. Oh, going down, that was like, crazy, what? right? So, I was like, how did, like, what? I was thinking the city of Long Beach is freaking crazy because it must have broke some of that cement when he landed on those stairs. Yeah, and I've heard and over he jumped the... jumped up? Yeah, I've heard, oh, like, after a while, like, whenever people film movies there, they they just have to pay for the fixes. But, like, that's where they do a lot of the movies. Like, I heard Fast and Furious, they did stuff yeah. there, and they just had to pay for repairs. Dude. So, um, it was really, it, I was surprised. Like, some of that stuff was crazy cool. I'm like... Would you do it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you would love to do stuff like that? Yeah, but I wouldn't want to do it. I would rather Your back race. wouldn't feel good if you overshot that ramp oh, to ramp no, jump like to. RJ's. And that, yeah, where he went over the highway, too. I, I like, whenever I saw him, like, getting to the side, I'm like. Oh, he overshot so it. I know, so I, know how, I know how it feels. Like, and I notice that, like, whenever I see stuff and people, like, hit hard, like, usually whenever you don't know how it feels, you're like. Oh, I yeah. Like, I don't really it, understand. But, it, like, whenever you see it, like. <laughs> it hurt my back so bad, like, just watching him yeah, do that. Yeah, my back I was hurt like, for a day. I'm like, oh, Ooh. man. Um, all right, so there's clearly a goal. You would love to do those videos, but what's some of your goals in racing? Um, some of my goals are to, well, my my main goal for my career is um, to get a sponsor out of the racing community, motorsports community. Yeah, so a non-endemic sponsor. Yeah, is so like, like, Red, like uh, Monster, Red Bull, all those are out of the sport. They're not really a motorsports company. Um, so but they are somewhat associated with yeah, it. Yeah, they are somewhat. That's like, that's like if you have that, you're... Well, let's let's give a little bit more of a baseline to our audience that's listening or watching. Like, So a non-endemic one is... In fact, I can use myself as, as an example. Like, when I first started racing off-road, I brought Supercuts. 
Yeah, like, and, that's cool. Yeah, and Supercuts. Well, it was really cool because everybody used to walk up to me and go, hey, dickhead, uh, are you going to cut our hair today? Like, And I was like, yes, I've, I've made a mark because they just noticed that this is a, a cool place, even though they're making fun of me. Yeah. Like, I win because I'm the one that brought that sponsor here, and they wish they could And they have. still walked over here to talk to me about it. Like- exactly. And I had no idea who they were, right? <laughs> um, but it was cool. And you're trying to think of outside ways to get more and that doesn't just benefit you. It's not just a sponsor for you. It's yeah. showing the whole world a new off-road format. Yeah, yeah. Um, my, that's my. That's really my main goal, is to get one out of the industry. Just I don't know. It. I feel like it's it's kind of an accomplishment. Like you're getting out of a normal sponsor zone, and you're going out to the world. Yeah. And it's once, exactly once, the way to look at it. Yeah. Once they start like posting you or something like. It's like a whole per, new like promote you, it's a whole new audience, and you get more people in the industry, and you're going bigger while you're growing the industry, and you're just it just comes all together and grows higher and higher and higher. We'll pure never stop. genius, thirteen years old and pure genius with it, and I love it. It's so cool that you're like it's thinking that far ahead, and that's why I wanted to lay down the framework and let people know like <sighs> off road is so far behind, but you're doing such a great job at thinking of what's next. Like, that's such a good way to look at it. Do you already have, like, a list of companies that you want to approach? Like, for me, like, I would love to approach medical companies, like uh, yeah. insurance companies, because there's so many insurance companies that could benefit all these motorsport racers. Yeah. You know, like getting a life insurance policy, getting a health insurance policy. Like, that would benefit all of the racers, and yeah. that would benefit the insurance companies huge. Yeah. I, I might, I don't, like, I'm, I'm kind of interested because i see like some of like the nascar guys they have like um like for example i forget the guy's name he's sponsored by verizon he's out of the company but i see whenever we pass by a verizon store you see his sign in the front of the store and you go to see like he's fast he's like all this and sponsors are interested in you and they will put whatever they can into you to make you grow help you out with more and your race program grows and it just keeps on going up, and there's yeah. and you, endless stuff. So. And you put yourself out there as well. There's a lot that goes behind that, too. It's not just you getting getting from them. You have to give back to them as well. So, yeah. like, when you do stuff like that, um, well, Rob McCachron has kind of done it a little bit for the off-road. Like, you know, you'll see um, cardboard uh, stand-ups of him at sometimes, like, a Circle K or 7-Eleven or something like that, like yeah. a convenience store. Um, but. It's, it's it's still so small. It's not like dirt bikes. Like dirt bikes, you see a KTM Dryan Dungey replica in the Circle K, right? Like, yeah. Like that's like a really good partnership. Uh, yeah. Like gas. Like it's kind of hard to explain. Like it's hard to explain to like a normal person, but to get out of the racing community is just crazy. Like that's it's, like a dream to every any racer. It, because it's so difficult. Because it's so difficult and like. The more of those you get, like, the more you completed you feel. Like, you may, like, get it, and you're like, man, I'm the best. I'm I'm good. I'm, the, I'm set. Yeah, exactly. But you can never stop growing. Like, never, 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 never stop. Yeah, and always have your goals, like, really high, like what you have. You can have, the, like, a normal set of goals and then a high-level set of goals. Yeah, the uh, way I set my goals is I have a 2021 goals. All the goals I want to get done in 2021. Three years, five years, ten years. It just goes on. I love that, dude. And you set goals there, and you add on. You never stop adding. Once you stop adding, like... Who was the one that taught you how to do all that stuff? Uh, Troy Adams, my my coach. He teaches me 
him not only karting, racing stuff, but the internal stuff. Like I learned a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot. Like it's crazy. He's a really smart dude, and he was on very, uh, very smart. He was on an episode just a little while ago with uh, uh, a couple of other kids as well. It's at the Four Wheel Parts in Temecula, California. Um, all right, so uh, John Lewis commented in. I don't know if this comment was a little while ago, but uh, he said, Caden, uh, when I was a pro moto mechanic, I left a rag in the air box after cleaning the air filter. That was like 15 years ago, and my friends don't let me live it down. Uh, the important thing is that you learn from it so you don't do it again. Oh, I have a long road ahead of me then. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I, did, I just recently left a rag in my air box. Hey, that. you got it out of the way quick when you were young, dude. Yeah, and a lot, a lot of this stuff does not get let go from dallas it's they, they just give you shit the whole oh, time always always i'll uh, be i'll be like working on the car he's like don't leave a rag in the airbox like, <laughs> that's so okay funny. though because they're they're giving you a little bit of love at the same time yeah right? and they're teaching me to not do it again because i now i'm like i make sure everything's perfect that i touched because like i don't want another thing to add to the list yeah exactly um all right well we have one last subject that i wanted to talk about but i want to go to commercial break and uh give us a second to uh um uh to t- before we talk about it and then uh we'll t- so we'll thank all of our sponsors real quick and then we'll come right back so you guys on instagram you guys can go over to facebook look at some of the commercials or whatever but we're going to be right back Hello, I'm Justin, the founder of Shock Therapy. Shock Therapy has been around for five years, but we have personally been tuning suspension on off-road cars and race vehicles for over 25 years. We tune between 10 and 15 cars per day, every single day of the week. Our concentration is tuning shock systems and supplying components that improve the ride quality of your car in many ways. Not only do we work on the average UTV, but we also tune suspension for race teams and professional drivers. We currently tune for over 87 race teams in Beston Desert and SCORE. Our clients and race teams rely on our suspension components to allow them to win races and keep them safe. Suspension is a moving target. We are always trying to hit that target with every customer that we work with. Each customer's needs can be different and we tune our kits accordingly. Our research and development never stops. We improve our components every single day. As the industry evolves and improves, so do our parts and kits. As of right now, we have over 100 products for UTVs. So when you bring your car to us, you have the satisfaction of knowing that you have the most experience, the highest quality products, and the fact that your car is being tuned specifically to you. We're here at the Mint 400. My name is Kerry King. I'm with the OTSFF Motul Vision Truck. Motul oil is a big part of our race program. I mean, the, the consistency, the, the temperature that it holds, and you know the, the issues that we don't have while we're using that oil is self-explanatory. Motul oil, they've been with us for over 12 years. They jumped on board with us with the uh, 6100 race truck here, and Mint 400, and they've been an amazing partner with our lubricants. And, 
really it's, it's allowed us to finish every race in 2019 and we're jet setting really well here for 2020. Zollinger Racing builds the best aftermarket products available, products for your UTV or snowmobile, including billet radius rods, billet tie rods, billet steering knuckles, billet steering racks, alternator kits, and much more. All manufactured in the United States in-house at their headquarters in Nibley, Utah. Travis Zollinger and his team test in some of the most brutal conditions, racing in places like the Best in the Desert Mint 400, Ultra 4 King of the Hammers, UTV World Championships, and many more. Visit ZollingerRacingProducts.com and use the code DIRTLIFE to get 10% off your next purchase and join us on social media at Zollinger Racing Products to see our products in action. Zollinger Racing, the best products, period. Yeah, finally, we got Lance from Solderweld in the studio. Thanks for coming down, bud. Hey, why don't we just record a commercial now? Yeah, why not? So good to be here, man. It's been a lot. I've been trying to get down here forever, uh, and I uh, wanted to talk about the off-road kit. Dude, I love those things. I got it in uh, my pack. Yeah, we're running uh, hundreds of uh, vehicles now running them, whether it's a UTV or some guy's got it in a backpack and it was motocross. He's got uh, everything he needs to make a fix right there on the fly, out on the trail, uh, or in the desert, whatever it is. Well, since I've already used one, I kind of know what to use it for, but uh, explain what it does. All right, so let's pull one out real quick. You've got your aluminum rods. Remember, they're rods, right? So, uh, you know, light torch, small torch. You can uh, throw it in there or throw it on the rig with your flux. It decontaminates and cleans like, a, let's say, a radiator. You get a random rock chip runs through uh, as you're racing. You get a rock chip and a radiator. you got to fix it right there or you're yep. out of the race. You can patch it up. Instead you can of patch it up. It's all good to go. Yep, it's just like welding. Yeah, also as well with that, you've got a brake line fix. So uh, with your flux, you can fix a uh, brake line, stainless steel, steel, and then uh, your hop lock, heat absorption putty. So it yep. keeps you from getting burned, number one, as well as keeps the heat from traveling. So uh, it's really, uh, really nice. I've used this not even to fix anything. So it's, that stuff works <laughs> it's, so good, man. Listen, it's easy. It's uh, It straps in nicely so that you uh, have everything you need in one little place and you don't have to carry a big bag in it's the It's like a uh, first truck. aid uh, kit for your vehicle. Yeah, chase trucks have it as well so that, uh, you know, if they need to make a fix on the fly, they can get it done and get it done quick and get you back in the race. Dude, those things are so cool. All right, so at SolderWeld on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, SolderWeld.com. Awesome. All right, thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Yeah, we are back. Thank you very much for uh, taking, uh, letting us take that short little break. We really appreciate you guys uh, hanging tight with us. Um, we only got a few people on, but it's still uh, uh, a good last little segment of our of our show here. I'm glad we got to get to some of the uh, sponsors as well. Thank you to all those guys for supporting the show. Um, that Evo commercial is super cool too, especially with the Dunes. Um, all right, so Caden, I got just a couple more questions before we do the rapid fire Q and A. But what are your plans uh, outside of racing? Oh, my plans outside of racing. Well, I know you just said you got like short term goals, long term goals. Um, yeah. So my, I'm, I'm not gonna just do racing, um, for a living because I just can't do that. Um, I want to find have a real job. Yeah. Uh, even if I'm really busy and stuff. I want to have a real job to back that up, just in case. Um, 
I don't know exactly what I want to be yet. I well, you're still young. I mean, yeah. you got plenty of time to figure it out. I have lots of things. I'll pop up lots of random things that I want to be. You know what's but, funny is like you have so many people that you talk to and you have so many sponsors that are good sponsors. Like I could totally see you being a manager at a four wheel parts because you're so good at talking with people and like stuff like that. Like does any of that ever interest you? Um yeah, sometimes it does. Um sometimes I um like to be like hands on stuff. So like even like a parts installer for a cage builder or something like yeah, that'd be stuff cool. like that. Like stuff like that would be fun. Um not really like one of those guys that wants to be an office, but like, yeah, you I, like I can always do that. Dirty. Yeah, I like getting my hands dirty, like getting in on things, like, like um, like to have a complete project to hand off, like, yep, like right, like right now I'm I build three wheelers just on the daily. Really? Yeah. So I I like I, you didn't have enough going on. You got to build three wheelers. I know. Too. I'm just <laughs> I don't know why I do. But uh, I and then so what's like the next steps in your uh well racing career? So right now I am announcing that next year I'm going to be racing the super stock class and best in the desert. Really? Yeah. Dude. So fun. dirt life first right here, guys. Yeah. This is the first announcement. Caden's announcing it. I haven't uh, even posted it yet. So you guys are the first to hear it. I'm sure you'll post it uh, tomorrow too or something, yeah, right? So, uh, somewhere. All right. So give us a little bit more of a background then. So you want to go desert racing. Yes. Yeah, so since I started racing, I've always wanted to go desert racing. Like I, um, in my 170, I had a siren in my 170 because I was pu- putting it Big on to pass guy. people. Um, I always want, I always want to put a spare tire on my 170. Like, I, I was so about it. Like, I wanted two seats so someone ride with me. Like, I was so about it, and like, then I realized like the real like I had to have a light car and stuff. So yep. then, but um, for years and years and years, I've always wanted to do it. And I'm getting to the age, and we. You can finally go desert racing. I can racing. finally go desert racing, and there's so many things to think about, though. Like we slow, we slowly like have been getting the ideas and putting it all together, like just taking all these notes. That's why I've been pitting with the Gonzaleses, because learning, um, learning, 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 and see their mistakes and see what what uh we can prepare for. That's so cool. Um, what's the class called? Superstock. It's called Superstock. So it is a low. Low money class, you don't Low have cost to, of entry. Yeah, it's um, you don't have to pay for a fuel cell. You don't have to get a ton of that stuff. You really just like you can buy a showroom car, go to IMG, buy a cage, yep, and put a spare tire, and get a GPS and a horn, and then you're dialed in. And you're ready, dude. That's pretty cool, man. So, uh, is it called the rally class too, or is it called just super? It's stock? called. This is a new one next year. So it's the first class ever. It, or it's brand new. Next year's gonna be the first year. Um, they literally just announced the rules. It's like don't take off your bed if your car comes with full doors. You have to leave the full doors. Oh, really? Like you like keep it like you could buy a showroom car and pretty much race it. That's a, almost exactly what uh, Yamaha had us do in the uh, production short course class. We had to keep the doors on as well, all the plastic doors yeah. and stuff. Yeah, so that that it's pretty cool. It's like dude, simple. I'm excited for you. It's it's gonna be so fun. I'm like. We we got the car. It's sitting in the garage, and I'm just I just sitting there. I'm like, I'm so ready. Wait. It's like January. What kind of car are you on. gonna use to drive the, that class? So I got a Polaris Razor XP1000. Nice. Uh, it's a 2022, all black. It looks so cool. Really? It's stock too. I like it. It and looks. You're just gonna get it all dialed. I can't wait to see what you come up with for your uh, graphics and your livery and stuff. Yeah, I have I have a pretty cool idea. I'm I'm ready. Nice, dude. That's so cool. I love seeing the like the freshness of like you getting into a new class. Yeah, this year I feel like we're super organized on what we're going to get. Um, we have a full list. We have the list of where we're going to order it from, when we need to order it, and 
when's the due date? So you're going to talk to your partners now. Uh, now that you're announcing it, you're going to talk to your partners and be like, all right, we need these PRP seats. We need this four-wheel parts, like whatever else we need on here. Like, and yeah. make sure you get it all dialed in. Yeah, so like we're going to call Dallas and get his ideas on a few things, but I'm, I'm pretty excited. We already got... Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we already got a list going. So. Yeah, exactly. Jeffrey, I'm um, sorry about the camera, man, but we've been having uh, internet issues and obviously um, the lighting and stuff in here. But uh, uh, we appreciate you jo- uh, joining us and ha- hanging out, listening to Caden announce that he's going to be a desert racer next year. Uh, pretty- does that mean that you have to get a different outfit, like a, a driver kit? Um, I don't know. I don't think so because I just I grow so fast. So yeah. I uh, just wait till you're. I, I have a new suit already for this year. I got it at Idaho. Oh, so that was a couple races ago. Dude, that's pretty cool. Um, all right, man. So before we get into the rapid fire Q and A, do you have any um, other things that you wanted to talk about? Um, I think that's all right now. Uh, stay tuned for my sponsors next year. We got some new people on deck. That's cool. Who and, are some of the current people? Oh, uh, we got. Uh, I got a lot of sponsors actually. Uh, I want to get my phone out so I can tell you guys. And, okay. <laughs> uh, they, I have a lot of people, and I just don't want to forget anyone because everyone helps me out so, 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 so much. I think they'll be uh, – yeah, Jeffrey Ricker says he'll see you in the desert, dude. Oh, you'll see me out there. <laughs> that will be pretty cool. What's a, What race are you looking forward to the most? Probably. Parker is always like the kickoff. I'm, I'm ready so for intense. Silver State. Really? Yeah, that's I, one you want. That, to do? I'm so hyped on that one. I'm not hyped on that because I caught on fire the first mile at Silver State when Aww. I tried to do it. <laughs> so I can't wait to see what you do at Silver I've gone State. It, I've gone to it for two. I've gone it two two times, and it just makes me. You just want to cross over the little bridge. I want to cross over the bridge. I want to go through the water. Yep. I want to uh, go through all the wines, hit the silt beds, and all of it. It looks so fun. You're going to be fired up, man. Oh, I'm so ready. I can't wait to see what the car looks like, too. All right, so hit us with the sponsors, dude. All right, so first of all, I want to thank my mom and dad because they help out so much with everything. Taco Kings. Yeah, and all of it. They help me out so much. And I also want to thank my my spotter this year, Jason Mandel. He's been helping me out this year, and it really, really helps me. Like, he helps me out a lot. And then I want to thank Foral Parts for the amazing help and... Just all the all the help they give us and the, for the amazing partnership. Yeah, and they're just good people all around. They're some of your friends. They're some of your family, and it's really nice that they give us the opportunity to do shows at the at the shop too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're we're technically disrupting their environment. <laughs> yeah, we they still are open and having customers come in and out. You know. Yeah, yeah. We're just in the center of the center of the but, uh, pot. So I agree. Thank you to Four Wheel Parts. Yeah, and then Craig Scanlon at Scanlon Motorsports. Woo! Um, want to thank him so much for all the help and. All the great advice that he gives me, he gives me, if I, if I don't know if it's right, I call him up, and he's like, yeah, I don't know about that, but like you could do this, and it's a little bit better, and I do that, and it works out for me, so. Great leaders, you got to listen to them. Yeah, we actually talked to him about the desert program, and he's like, yeah, I think it's a good idea, so that's how we know we're on board with it. Nice. So, yeah, there's that. Um, Polaris Razor for the Amer- uh, amazing vehicles. Um, I love their vehicles, and I wouldn't change anything. Like I know, and you're fired up about this Pro R, dude. Oh yeah, I'm I'm fired up because like you're probably taking screenshots of like little details and videos. And yeah, stuff. I'm like trying to throw oh, filters. I'm trying you're, to. You're addicted. Yeah, I'm trying to like put filters on so I could see. Like it's like not working. I'm like no. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're like oh. one of those spy guys that's like trying to get all the inside scoop. Oh, I'm so ready for all the vehicles coming out and like when they say that they got. Hopefully, something- you don't have a Facebook group that you post all this stuff like all. No. The- <laughs> 
Um, but like I'll go I'll go on there and like whenever they say they have an announcement, I'm like, Oh, I'm ready. If you get a pro hour before me, I'm coming over, dude. Alright, yeah, we'll 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 go drive it around. And the if neighborhood. I get one before you, you can come over to my house and we'll go huck it. Alright, yeah. <laughs> and then um I wanna also thank Walker Evans. Um, they have amazing shocks. The car rides so smooth. I, I like their wheels. They run really good. Um, they're, they're pretty bulletproof, so I like them. <laughs> Jeffrey Ricker said, uh, you guys are about the same size. Sorry, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also want to thank, uh, Magnum Off-Road. They've helped me out since day one. That's, I've always had my cage built there. Um, they always come to help me out. They always let me come over during the summer and help out, and I just learn a ton from them. That's cool that you do, that you give back to them, though, too. Like, that you learning and going down to the shop and helping is just like your sister helping you in the garage. Like, even if you're just getting tools for those people, like, they appreciate that tenfold. Yeah, it's fun. They, um, we actually, I, whenever I was over there, one time we did a full car, and it was pretty cool to watch the whole process and, yep. like, how 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 good they are at all those little things and how good they can make it look. Just it makes you kind of like uh, really want to perfect your own craft, right? Because yeah. you see how OCD they are about things. And it's not even OCD. They just get shit done, right? They, like they get it done right, too. Exactly. It's not like they just they get out there and do it. They do it right, and whenever they do it right, it looks really good. Yeah, 100%. And then um, Tenzer Tire, their bulletproof tire. Um, love their tires. I, I made it. I changed over to them this year, and... They have so much sidewall grip. They have, they ride so smooth. They're good. Like, as soon as you press the throttle, they grip. They go. But like, if you need to slide in, it won't like grip too much, and you get onto. But like, you can slide in, and as soon as you hit the throttle, it goes straight. Yeah, they're like uh, real predictable. Oh yeah, they're so there's, like it. They save the situation a lot. They're re they're really good tires. And then I'm just gonna go through now. Rapid fire. Uh, rigid motorsports, or yeah, rigid um lights. Really good lights, really bright, really, really bright. Motul, Benchmark, PRP seats, Shreddy. Yeah, Motul. <laughs> yeah, PRP. I love their seats. They're super comfortable. It's like a couch. I feel like they're even more comfortable than these lounge uh, chairs that we got here. Yeah, I, for my for my iRacing simulator seat, I have a PRP seat. Dang, look it's at so you, It's so comfortable. I'm like, ah. Um, yeah, PRP seats. Um, Shreddy is a clothing you guys want some socks? Shreddy makes them. They're really comfortable. Nice. Favorite socks and underwear. I'm wearing the cheetah today, so. Sierra Roma. Yeah, Sierra Roma repping. Um, yeah, Shreddy Super ATV, strong axles. Uh, got Sam Performance, great bumpers. He does pretty good too. Um, San Peach Diego. Peach is a good guy. Yeah, I love Pete. Um, pa San Diego powder coat always comes out so nice, like, like the perfect color. That's my car. My car is all powder coated this year. Looks so good. Yeah, it makes it way easier to maintain. Too. Yeah, and they have strong powder coat. I don't know what it is. Like uh, it's a lot stronger than most people's. That's good. Yeah, I love it. Um, uh, GoPro. I just hopped on their deck this year, so nice. Pretty stoked about that. Huge sponsor. Um, Pyrotech Safety. They helped out this year with the helmets and stuff. So big shout out to them. Uh, CMI. Great radius rods. Uh, they make great products, really strong. Chuck, uh, Chuck always likes eating great tacos as well. Yeah, I, with the new car I was driving it, I'm like, I'm not sure about these radius rods. I need some truck. Yeah, there I you need, go. I need the truck one, so. Um, yeah, rugged radios, Proline wraps, Sparco USA. The suits feel like pajamas. Like, I'll just sit in my trailer with them on. I'm like, 
Oh, this is nice. <laughs> They're so comfortable. And your suit looks cool too. Yeah, the, it's it looks really good. Uh, thank you to Chris for the help. Um, I also want to thank Gates Performance. I use their belts. They run really well, really strong. Um, temperature stays low, so it's really good. You know what I was just thinking? Like we should get Chris on the uh, on the show to talk about safety and and the the fire retardant systems and stuff and all of the stuff that they use for all their gear because that to me has been a topic of conversation over the last couple of months and i would like to bring a little bit of light to that so yeah. maybe, maybe you could hook chris up with us and we yeah. can talk about him yeah he them. the suits are amazing i like they make fantastic products i know that but i want to talk more about the the detail behind it yeah uh, i uh in their showroom they have a suit there are a suit from a fire that was that was in a race in the car con fire and it had his suit and you could see the smoke and stuff. You could smell it. But none of it was burnt. There you go. See, like, I want to talk about that stuff. Yeah, and, like, especially with the Sparkos suits, because I used to run a different company, and you could feel the rocks. But with the Sparkos, you, there's more, like, padding on it. Yeah. Like, for like now, whenever I, like, have a ton of rocks just hit me, it doesn't hurt as bad. There like, you go, Like, man. they feel good. See, so that's what I want to do. I want to bring light to that. All right. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Sparko, great suits. Um, Gates, Great Belts, NTY Motorsports, North County Yamaha, they're pretty good. Um, Illumicraze phone lights, they're really good phone lights. You just stick them on and you turn on your flashlight and it's a different color. It's so, it's so cool. I love them. Um, Troy Adams Coaching, he's my coach. He's the best. He teaches you from the inside of racing to the outside of racing and improves you all around. Some of the best drivers out there, Haley Deegan. Brian Deegan, uh, Andersons. He's a Andersons. Smart guy, yeah, dude. he he teaches a lot. Of, he used to race NASCAR himself, so he is really good. Um, yeah, I want to thank him, Peralt Motorsports, HCR Performance, Danby Racing. My parents, my favorite. Um, and Warfighter Made. I they, those guys do so much for everyone. Yeah, Rob Landon said what's up at the beginning of the show too. Yeah, and he helps he helps uh, out so much, and I just want to help him. And he does a great job. It's a nonprofit. And um, you're going to be part of the Bolt program next year, too. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be teaching kids yep. how to work on cars and all that stuff. What so. was it again? What was it? It's uh, Bring On the Leaders of Tomorrow or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So uh, that's cool. If you haven't checked it out, check out warfightermade.org and look at the Bolt program and some of the stuff that they have going on or follow them on social media because Caden's going to be part of that program and it looks fantastic. Yeah. And everyone, please donate. It helps them out so much. It's a nonprofit. It goes out to help. You can go read about it on their website. They do an amazing job, so props to them. Um, all right, is that it, dude? Yep, that's it. All right, I heard you thank your sp- your mom and dad a few times, but I'd also like to thank them, too. They're doing a good job. Yeah, and thank uh, you to you for letting me be on the show. Yeah, dude, no problem, man. I appreciate you coming all the way up to Riverside to hang out. No um, all right, so we're going to do a rapid-fire Q&A, and then we're going to get the heck out of here and let these boys enjoy their night, all right? All right. I think you may have answered some of these questions, but let's just shoot through it as fast as we can. All right. I'm going to switch them up just on the fly, too. All right. Uh, nasty burrito or delicious taco? Oh, you have to do me like that, huh? Yeah, totally. Ah, uh, delicious taco. Yeah, there you go. I knew I could get you, you had to be to a taco do me guy. Like that. <laughs> so if if you didn't know, Caden's a big burrito guy. Uh, big burrito guy. Chicken, asada, or bean and cheese? Bean and cheese. All bean and cheese all day. Do you get extra burrito? cheese? No, I just. Uh, bean and cheese taco might be kind of good too. Uh, dunes or the river? Um, river. Three wheeler or quad. Well, three-wheeler. You're a big, big three-wheeler guy now, <laughs> Yeah, real <huh>? big. <laughs> uh, pizza rolls or jalapeno poppers? Pizza rolls. Soda or energy drink? Soda. Favorite movie? 
Holes. <laughs> what? It's called Holes. It's from Disney. I don't know why. It's so addicting. What is it? They have to dig a hole, but it has to be the size of a shovel, but it's like a, a kid's prison thing. It's that's a, so it's, weird. And it's a book, so like, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, that's weird. Okay. It's from school. It was actually it's actually really good. I like I'll have it. To check it out. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Um, probably super speed. Super speed, even in the car, like even see? in the car, whatever I touch is fast. Dang, Netflix or YouTube? Oh, <laughs> uh, YouTube. Favorite snack? Don't tell me bean and cheese burrito. Uh, favorite snack? Ooh, pretzels with cheese sounds so good right oh, now. Oh yes. What's That's your favorite it. snack though? Favorite snack is probably like what are you trying to get at the store when you're on the road to all these races? Beef jerky. Ooh, that sounds pretty good right now too, huh? I'll probably I'll probably do fruit snacks. Oh, you're going fruit snacks? I like fruit snacks. Like a fruit roll up? That too. That that all. I don't know. I like. Mm. Uh, this one's gonna be a really hard one. Oh God. Trophy truck or pro R? Pro R. Dude, side by side guy right there. I appreciate oh, that. Oh, I can't man. wait. <laughs> uh, it looks so fast and fun. What other form of racing would you like to try? Uh, probably legend car racing. What's that? They're like, they're like an older body car. Oh, it's circle track racing. Yeah, circle track. Yeah. Uh, on, on asphalt or dirt, they're pr- they're they look. They you're look pretty, pretty young, young, and your mom's sitting right in front of you. But I'm gonna throw it out there anyways. Who's your celebrity crush? I don't have one. You don't? No. Not even like, uh, I don't even know who's in your age bracket. Like an Ariana Grande or something? <laughs> I, don't I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anyone. Um, all right, chips and guacamole or french fries and ketchup? Chips and guacamole. What if, What about if you had chips with bean dip since you like bean and cheese so much? Are you going bean dip or are you going guacamole? Guacamole. Yeah, a guacamole all day. Guacamole's good. Guac is life, right? Yeah, I mean, if it's nachos, that's nachos. Nachos with guacamole. Oh, that would, yeah. Yeah, that's life. Dude. That's life. <laughs> Walk is life. That's what I say to everybody. Uh, that's all called right. par- That's paradise. Well, we really appreciate it, man. This was a short little show, but I think we got a lot of the uh, questions that people wanted to uh, hear uh, out there and understanding how to run a race program. I think you guys are doing a fantastic job, dude. So keep Thank up you. the good work. Thank you. And congratulations on elevating your, uh, well, next year you're going to do it, but elevating your professional racing to the next level, dude, and going Thank out there and doing desert racing. Thank you. I wanted to change it up. It's six years and works. So. Does that mean that you're going to do any other racing or just desert? So I'm doing desert and then I'm doing selected works. That's cool. So I feel like I need to keep my skills sharp on that side and also focus on desert you need to, to grow on that side. You need to keep your parents' miles really high on all their cars so they just keep driving you to all these races. <laughs> uh, I think you're doing a great job and I really commend you and your parents for, uh, and your whole team, all of the people that support you, sponsors, everybody for sticking with you and understanding the goals that you uh, have for the future because it's not just you achieving those goals in off-road racing, it's creating you uh, and making you into this person that you're going to be at a later portion in life and you're going to be a fantastic person we can already tell, dude. Thank you. Uh, all right, so uh, we owe all you guys in the audience uh, a really, really special uh, uh, treat, I guess you could call it. So please visit the Sponsor Deals page on the thedirtlifeshow.com. You can get a bunch of discounts on all your favorite products. I know a lot of people are hitting the trails and their side-by-sides, dunes, all that stuff. So go save some money, do yourself a favor, and uh, buy the best products at a discounted rate on the Sponsor Deals page on thedirtlifeshow.com. Uh, next week's show, um, I don't know if you know her. My name is Amanda Sorensen. Oh, yeah, I know her. Yeah, she, she's really good at drifting. Yep, and her uh, her brother 
we're going to go up to Las Vegas and have a show with them. So Oh, that's cool. It'll be pretty fun. Yeah, so you're going to be a mesquite coming back down while I'm going back up there. <laughs> um, so it'll be cool. So pay attention to next Monday's show, Amanda Sorensen and her family. Just awesome racers as well. She does Formula Drift, and uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say it, but she has a new – I won't give it, give it away. She has a new program that she's going to be doing for uh, the Mint 400. So. Oh, oh yeah, I saw that. So I'm going to let them be – I don't know if I'm supposed to say anything. I'm going to let them announce it on next week's show. So stay tuned for that because it's going to be pretty cool to see uh, some more youth doing some awesome stuff in desert racing. Yeah. And especially coming from uh, Drift because that's such a big sport, right? Yeah. Um, so And thank you to the guys at Four Wheel Parts and Riverside for having us, man. It's really cool that they stayed late and uh, allow us to be at their shop. This is a fantastic place. So it's if you guys, humongous, guys. Like yeah. it's, it goes on forever. They have tons and tons of cool products. Oh, here too. so much they, stuff. They even have PRP door bags. Yeah, like I want some. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, I got some. I'm just, I, you, I want more though. <laughs> that, I love it. These will kind of look like carbon fiber. But anyways, um, please come and check them out. Support them. They got a fantastic shop here, and they're all in Southern California where we are, or they're across the country. So if you want to go to any four wheel parts store, please go and check them out and uh, tell them that the Dirt Life Show sent you guys over there. Um, Man, thank you guys very much. We want to thank all of our sponsors, uh, KMC Wheels, EFX Tires, uh, new sponsors, Evolution Power Sports, Motul USA uh, for creating, just giving us fantastic lubricants, man. I cannot wait. Dude, just driving the unicorn down the street in Mexico, not Temecula, California. I drove it down the street in Mexico, not Temecula. Um, but I could feel the difference in the oil and the performance in the motor yeah, just by driving it. It's crazy. They have some really good fluids. And again, their cleaner is Crazy yeah, good. The like, awesomest stuff. So it's, it's the best. I'll if I had to choose any cleaner in the world. Look for the shiniest side by side in Glamis. That'll be me. Um so uh, and it's running Motul, so just so you guys exactly. Know. So thank you very much to the guys at Motul for joining the show. Um, I think I said Zolinger Racing Products, Solder Weld, Cryo Heat. Um, thank you very much, man. We really appreciate everybody for coming on board and being a part of the show, man. You guys are our lifeblood. And all you guys for joining us and hanging out. It's really, really cool that you guys uh, are so interactive with us. Just like we were talking about on the social media, you guys are the ones that give us such a... We're almost at 4,000 followers, and we've built it from zero. Wow. Yeah. Great uh, job. In a short amount of time. So it's cool. And I know 4,000 is not a lot, but it's a lot in a talk show. Yeah. um, And especially you did it in under a year. Yeah. So, and it's really cool to see that, man. I really appreciate everybody. And and the amount of actual interaction that we get and the ratio that we get for those small amount of followers is insanely cool. Yeah. This is the number one ETV podcast. Everyone talks about it. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. It makes me feel a little bit better. Um, We didn't get to play Are You Smarter Than a Third Grader? It was a little bit of a bummer for you, but maybe we'll have to battle soon, right? I don't want to lose too bad. All right. Uh, Well, I really appreciate you coming in, Caden, do you want to take us out on this show? Oh, sure. All right. Thank the audience and then uh, let them know that we will see them next Monday. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching and uh, really appreciate it. And we'll see you next Monday. Yep. We love you guys. Good night. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Dirt Life Show. 